This is Caregiver's Compass, an uplifting podcast all about the ins and outs of caregiving for a loved one. Tips, tricks, true stories, and experts. It's all here on Caregiver's Compass. Hello, and welcome to Caregiver's Compass. I'm your host, Stephanie Muscat. Please note that this podcast is not the act of psychotherapy. Today, I wanted to do an episode on a client of mine that I had previously worked with. I think that their experience, although a unique one, is actually something that can be quite common in the world of caregiving, especially when there is a sudden diagnosis and the entire family system is turned upside down. So I am going to be speaking about these people anonymously. I am changing a few details, but the main ideas are going to remain the same because I want to show exactly what the story was in an anonymous fashion. So in my work in the hospital, I see a lot of different clients with a multitude of diagnoses. I work in a large trauma center and we have all sorts of patients that come in. So I usually see extreme diagnoses because again, they are in the hospital with us and usually for quite some time. And if you're going to come into the hospital, there's usually a reason why you're there and why you stay there. So I had a client who came to me and initially came into the emergency room because he had a very severe stroke and brain bleed. And this was a gentleman who I'm going to say he was in his 70s. He was a high-functioning gentleman. He worked every single day. He lived with his spouse and he had three adult children. So their lives were pretty normal day to day. They had their routine. He would get up, go to work. His wife would stay home, tend to the house, fix dinner. But she also had some health concerns, and so her ability to help in a large way was very limited. But that was okay for the family because her husband was very, as I said, independent, high functioning, and their children are adult children. They live outside of the house. They don't need much assistance from their parents. In fact, I think the roles were starting to reverse with the children where they started, you know, visiting their parents more and starting to help a little more, especially because the spouse of my client was dealing with her own health issues. So one day, very unfortunately, my client had experienced a very significant brain bleed. He was found unconscious. They brought him to the emergency room. Again, I'm in a a trauma hospital. They had to do surgery on him to try and fix the bleed, and he had a very long 
trajectory for his recovery. They didn't know if he was going to ever be able to walk again, move again, whether he would be able to speak again, engage again. They had no idea because it was such a significant brain bleed. But what ended up happening after his initial recovery is that he did start engaging again he did start interacting again but physically he had really really become deconditioned and he had a very long road ahead and that was going to change his entire life in terms of what his home looked like with his spouse who again had her own health issues and with his adult children Now, I was only interacting with one of the adult children. This adult child, we will refer to him as Brian. And Brian became my primary client because he was the one that was visiting his father in the hospital. He is a high-functioning, very educated individual who worked full-time. He did have a wife at home, no children, and he had expressed to me that his other siblings were very busy with their own lives and they could not come and visit their father and also at the same time help out with their mother who was at home with her own health issues. And so Brian would come into the hospital every single day. Now, keep in mind, this is in the middle of COVID. So we had a lot of restrictions where I am. All of our visitors had to get weekly COVID tests to show that they had negative results. So on top of this client's daily job and on top of him having to go and take care of his mom now and also tend to his wife at home, he also had to go and get his COVID test results and he was becoming extremely stressed. He was very visibly anxious. He had expressed to me that he was extremely overwhelmed and balancing everything. His life went from prioritizing his work and his wife to now the main priority was his father and his father's recovery. His mom was not able to visit his father in the hospital. She was not able to help with anything and all of the roles shifted to him. So this is where I wanna emphasize when a diagnosis really shifts the family system and what an entire family can look like. It can put everything that was previously in balance in complete unbalance and sometimes complete chaos. And for some people in the system, it causes complete upheaval and it takes a lot of things to be put back in place to create balance in what's going to look like a new family system and a new balance. So his life was currently really out of balance and he was stressed and he started expressing to me that he was having marital issues. Him and his wife were not getting along. He did not have any energy or any ability to give anything back to her at the end of the day. And he was not expressing his emotions with her because he just, that's not the type of person he was. He never expressed a lot with her. He was always the person who helps others. He kept a lot of his emotions inside and it was causing a lot of issues in his marriage. 
His wife was extremely unhappy, but he wasn't at a place at the time where he could really work on that because he was so focused on his father who was alone in a hospital going through you know what was going to be a huge recovery and his mother and his siblings just could not help him out so what we did is we did some work on first of all figuring out what was going on inside of him what the emotions were that he was feeling once we figured that out and we processed a lot of what he was going through the next step was to try and figure out some sort of a balance now We've talked about it before, and in caregiving, sometimes there's no such thing as balance, but we had to look at different areas in his life that he had to pull back to be able to give more of the good back to his daily life and also focus on his wife and what makes him happy. Now, you know, with with caregiving, you can give and give and give and it will never be enough. And he had to just pull back knowing that it was okay. He was so guilty about it. He knew that something needed to change, but he also wanted to be there all the time for his parents. But it just wasn't realistic anymore and he was at risk of losing his marriage. So... We had a lot of conversations about what balance would look like. He decided to take a leave from his job because at the time that was something he wasn't able to give to or focus on. And he was lucky that he was able to go on a sick leave and still get a majority of his pay. He was lucky to be in a job like that. A lot of people are not. But he made that decision first. So that took a lot off of his plate. And his next priority was to focus on his wife. So we talked a lot about how he was going to approach his wife and what he was going to say and how he was going to start expressing himself emotionally to let her know where he was coming from because she had no idea. And so all she was seeing was him being in a place where he would come home he wouldn't express his emotions she thought everything was okay he never really talked about his father he never talked about the stresses in his life and he would shut down and that obviously caused a lot of issues in their relationship they didn't talk much anymore he was you know kind of going to his room there was she wasn't getting anything out of that marriage from him and so we worked a lot on emotions communication figuring out what his emotions are like And this is the really important part of therapy is going through all of that and really unpacking everything and figuring out what's going on inside, but also figure out how to then take what's going on inside and deal with it in the outside world. And so what ended up happening was once he had decided to take a leave from his work, he actually decided to come into the hospital a little bit less. So he wasn't coming every day. He was still coming a few times a week. His father was very understanding of that. And I had to really provide him with a lot of support and get him through his guilt through that time, he focused more on his wife and what brought him joy. He started doing his meditation again. He started taking up things that he enjoyed in his life again. And 
when he was happier and he was more able to communicate and be with his wife, she was obviously happier too. And so it was still a work in progress, but he was able to communicate his emotions with her. He was able to communicate what was going on with her. She was able to understand what was going on. We were going to do a session with them together just so that we could discuss what he was going through just with a bit of support which is also uh, what can be helpful with therapy. And at the end of the day, it wasn't perfect, but he was getting on the right track. There was a long road ahead for his father. There was a lot of support that was needed for his mother, but he realized he couldn't do it all. And he had to figure out where the balance came in. And of course, once one thing kind of shifts and falls into place in the new family system, then that's when you can start pulling back the pieces that you kind of had to put on the side again so he did start his job again i think he started off slowly with his wife's support with my support and slowly started reforming his family system and looking at what his day-to-day would look like so that was what happened with this individual his father ended up going to rehabilitation he was remarkable he showed a lot of gains in terms of his daily progression with his walking which was just incredible because again they didn't know if he was ever going to walk again and this gentleman and his father went on to the rehab site and he just continued to work on the balance in his life. There's obviously a lot more work that could have been done there ongoing, but I only see clients until they leave the hospital. So that was what happened with him. Again, a very common scenario. Not necessarily the diagnosis itself, but what can result from having a major shift and a major diagnosis and again helping him through the emotions helping him through the daily overwhelm trying to figure out where we could pull back trying to figure out what was it most important to him and how he could get pieces of his life back realistically he's not gonna have everything perfect but we did our best and it's ongoing work to try and figure out how to rebalance the family system that is just completely out of sorts when these things happen. So I hope that this was a helpful example and something that kind of brought you a story to relate to. And I will definitely be having more of these because there are so many that I've I've dealt with and so many different situations that really at the end of the day have a lot of similar themes. So that is our episode for today. Thanks for listening to Caregiver's Compass. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. I'm Stephanie Muscat. Have an uplifting day and I'll see you next time.